Welcome to Libraries Out Loud, a podcast produced by the University of Buffalo Libraries. I'm your host, Omar Brown, evening supervisor in the Silverman Library on the UB's North Campus. In each episode of the Libraries Out Loud, we'll explore connections between the UB libraries and the research, learning, teaching, and creative activities of our faculty, students, and staff. In this episode, we will be discussing librarians in the launchpad, supporting entrepreneur information literacy. And our guests today are Hadar Borden, is the director of UB's Blackstone's Launchpad, a campus-based entrepreneurship network supporting students to pursue their passions as entrepreneurs and develop their entrepreneurial mindset as intrapreneurs, driving innovations within organizations. She also supports UB's Western New York Prosperity Fellowship Program, a leadership development program that supports students who are committed to contributing to our region's economic vitality. Carolyn Klotzbach Russell is the social sciences and government information librarian working with the School of Management and Departments of Political Science, Sociology, and Economics. She has expertise in competitor and market research. Erin Raleigh is the head of science and engineering library services and serves as the engineering librarian at UB. She has expertise in providing instruction on technical standards and patents. Ram Bata, who will be the interviewer today, is a recent graduate from University at Buffalo with a master's in biomedical engineering and philosophy. He recently served as the lead venture coach at Blackstone Launchpad, assisting and mentoring students looking to start their own venture. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Ram, and I'm the interviewer today. Uh, our first question is for Hadar. So, Hadar, for all of those who might not be familiar with Blackstone Launchpad, could you give us the elevator pitch? Sure. So uh, Blackstone Launchpad inspires, empowers, and catalyzes students, researchers, and community members to realize solutions that address the global and local challenges of our time. But the heart of it really is we support our students in developing their ideas, pursuing their passions, commercializing their research from the lab, or embracing their inner entrepreneurial spirit as a founder curious student. We also help to cultivate the entrepreneurial spirit. Um, entrepreneurs are those individuals that really want to develop their entrepreneurial mindset and use that mindset to impact change within an organization. That's wonderful. Um, so how did the library start to become involved in the Blackstone events and how has this evolved over time? Well, it actually um, started with a a program um, called the Aging Innovation Challenge. This was brought down um, an opportunity that was presented by New York State Health Commissioner um, to support our aging population and their caregivers. And we teamed up with the Center for Successful Aging to host the competition. Um, but we wanted to make sure that the students were grounded in the research. Um, we are Research One University and we wanted to engage more faculty um, and provide our students kind of with more information about the market and um, the needs of this community. And so um, I thought, why not reach out to uh, one of our librarians? And we actually reached out to Michelle Zafron, um, who is the health sciences um, liaison in the libraries. And we collaborated with her to create this fantastic research guide. Um, I think I thought one, one thing and she took it to the next level and it really added um, and contributed to our students' ability to develop great ideas grounded in research 
grounded in um, information that was already available um, around the market size and competitors so that the students could develop ideas that really had the potential to be sustainable. That's that's really wonderful. You know, I, I know if I know working with students, it's really hard to uh, aid them in understanding research that they might not be fully involved with with their school. So, um, you know, Aaron and Carolyn, how did you, how did the libraries uh, start getting involved in Blackstone events from your from your side? Shortly after I became the engineering librarian here at UB, um, I was approached by a vendor of ours, a database vendor, IEEE, which is the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. And they had an event that they were thought that UB might like to help put on in conjunction with IEEE. And it was an entrepreneurship panel. And so my first thought was to talk to Hadar. We'd met and we'd met and chatted a few times, talked about potential ideas. Um, that we for collaboration, but I thought this was a really great um, first step and it, and it turned out to be fantastic. We had a, a wonderful panel event with, with experts um, from, from, from UB, UB alumni, um, talking about entrepreneurship, answering questions for students. Um, and really around that time was, was when Carolyn started as our new social sciences librarian liaison to School of Management. And so I absolutely capitalized on that opportunity to introduce Hadar and Carolyn and say like, okay, the three of us have to get together and, and start collaborating. <laughs> yeah, actually I met Hadar for the first time at the IEEE panel. And before we even initially started talking, I remember noticing the UN sustainable development goal pin that you were wearing. And I knew that I had to be a part of the collaborations. So it, it you know, we all hit it off from the start, but I think over time too, we've started bringing in um, not only Aaron, myself and Michelle, but we've also brought in other colleagues too, depending on you know, the areas that we were talking about within the challenges. So for example, with our autonomous vehicle challenge, we also brought in our uh, architecture and planning librarian, uh, Rose Orcott too. So it's, that's kind of how it's evolved. We've just kind of grown this, this network more and more. I love that you noticed the pin. You never, you never know, right? What what will catch somebody's eye, um, and will make an impact. But I think I think you're right, Carolyn. The the sustainable development goals kind of um, offer us an infrastructure or grounding in um, the types of topics that we want to encourage our students to be um, innovating around. And it also provides us because the sustainable development goals are so diverse. You've got 17 different goals. Our, every student on our campus, whether they're a pharmacy student to a geography student to, you know, anything in between can find a place for themselves. So they're really inclusive. Wow, that's really wonderful seeing so many different events come together and supporting students in so many different areas of interest. So how do you, how does this exactly work? How do the libraries work with Blackstone now? And what does the typical collaboration look like? We started referencing certain resources over and over again um, with some of these challenges or one of our first steps was building an entrepreneurship library research guide which we call um, libguides for short in the libraries for anyone unfamiliar a libguide is just basically a web page off of our library's website and it can include a list of resources databases books web links and uh, research tips so this guide will include resources on market and competitor research and patents and standards, which are some big areas that we cover uh, in every challenge. 
but we also added general resources. So um, web links, business model examples, uh, different reports on the state of entrepreneurship in the United States and the world, uh, industry reports, and having one place to kind of point students to for top resources as like, here's our starting point has been extremely helpful with these challenges. Absolutely. And in addition to that, um, Carolyn and I have also chatted about how to make that guide better based on all of these individual events that we've been collaborating on with Hadar, you know, coming in as support. So, uh, so we would basically add additional tabs to the guide. So we have some standard information we have all the time, and then we create these specialized tabs based on the event. So they only, these tabs appear only when that event is happening. Um, and then we uh, archive them or just make them go away um, shortly thereafter. But it gives some really great, more specific information. So for example, specific information related to accessing government transportation reports for the Autonomous Vehicle Design Challenge last summer was um, just one example of how we gave more specialized information that was really geared specifically towards those students and that particular challenge. I just wanna jump in and, and say that um, I think one of the biggest pieces that uh, the libraries contributes to Launchpad's efforts is when we're hosting these uh, different competitions or innovation sprints or design challenges. Um, Aaron and Carolyn come in and serve as mentors or what we call experts in residence um, and really offer the students some additional guidance um, from their respective domains um, and really add value to the experience. Um, I remember one of the, I think it was Startup Weekend that we hosted and we actually invited all the mentors um, into one mentor room and as students came in, we'd like pull Carolyn or Aaron into like a room with the, with the student team. And it was like, it became a competition who could get to Aaron and Carolyn first um, because there was such high demand, right? Like once word got out on the street um, with in the competition that that they had so much to offer to the teams everyone was trying to meet with them so i think that's a, a fun um kind of additive piece um to the collaboration and um i don't know many uh, other launch pads that have this collaboration with their libraries um, and I actually had an opportunity to talk about it with some of my colleagues um, at the global uh, network with other launch pads, really encouraging them to look around their campus and leverage the people that can make their program even stronger. The, the collaboration, the partnership has just been a fantastic um, additive experience for all of us, whether as professionals having an opportunity to partner, um, but also for the student experience and their learning. It sounds like uh, you guys have met a lot of students doing this kind of mentorship. Um, so what um, what have you learned supporting these students and all their diverse ventures? I think it's been really exciting to see how students um, in engineering, um, but also in other academic departments, utilize some of these specialized documents like patents and standards. Um, I worked in industry for a really um, long time before coming to UB in academia, and I saw firsthand how important patents and technical standards are in business and in industry. And um, it's really been a wonderful opportunity to introduce students to these types of um, documents, student entrepreneurs especially, um, because it can really help to support their venture ideas in the long run. And I think it's a great time for them to learn about these things while they're in school um, and they don't have to wait until they're out 
outside of school to, to learn and try to learn on the fly. They can really learn in an in a environment that's supportive. Yeah, that's a great point, Erin. I've always been extremely interested in the wide range of questions student entrepreneurs will ask us and just learning all the different ways that the libraries can, can assist in, in this way. And I'm always, like I've helped find such an array of resources. So the information needs from, like range from statistics on potential customers and market research. So that's kind of the standard ones that I would expect, um, like book and author recommendations. So, you know, I'm interested in marketing what, what author should I be reading? Um, where can I find who's funding what? So like looking at venture funding and kind of conducting some of that research has been, has been big in some of the challenges. Um, where and how to conduct customer surveys. So you're talking about primary and secondary market research here too. And then even how best to format slide decks and the list kind of keeps going. Um, some students really just like to bounce ideas off of us too. Um, they want to practice a pitch or get feedback. Um, maybe they ask, okay, how do I incorporate this data point I found in my slide deck? Or how do I cite this source in a presentation in an appealing way so it's not awkward when I'm you know, pitching my idea? And so every challenge uh, with students is unique and exciting, and I love learning about each one. Oh, that's, that's wonderful, seeing so much support for the students. Um, so Hadar, I know you mentioned that this is this partnership of the libraries is actually kind of unique for Blackstone. Um, how's it been beneficial for Blackstone working with the libraries like this? Well, I always say to my colleagues in the Launchpad network, um, that your librarians are not what you remember them to be um, from back in the days when, when they would encourage you um, to stay quiet in the libraries and, and stay focused. Um, you know, I've, Again, just going back, um, this partnership has been tremendous. Um, our Launchpad is a startup itself on our campus. And so it really, the, this partnership allows us to expand the individuals that are supporting our students. And that just is a wonderful um, way to offer kind of a holistic approach to supporting our students as they develop their venture. Um, again, we're, we are, here at a higher education institution, our number one goal is to enrich our students' um, experiences uh, th through learning um, and experiential learning opportunities. And I think that allowing our students to develop their ideas, pursuing their passions, but showing them how to leverage resources around them through the libraries, through research, you know, it is so valuable. And again, having them engage with people from different disciplines and different departments, again, provides them that feeling that they are fully supported. When a student is pursuing an entrepreneurial journey, they need a lot of people um, to walk alongside them. And I think I, I enjoy and live vicariously through our students, um, but it's wonderful to have collaborators and colleagues like Carolyn and Erin and so many other librarians to help our students in that journey. Um, in fact, we felt um, this was such a fantastic experience for our students and for um, fellow uh, directors of Launchpad sites that we had an opportunity, um, I think it was Rachel who was a, a fellow 
in the UB libraries and she had accepted a position at um, UC Riverside and there's a Blackstone launch pad at UC Riverside. And so we took the opportunity and connected Rachel with their launch pad director and they've since um, taken on and uh, developed more of a partnership. So I think, you know, we have had a really positive experience, but we're trying to um, promote it to our colleagues to say like reach across the campus and add additional resources um, and value to the, the student experience. Wow, that's really wonderful. And um, so much help for the students um, across all the different fields. So. I know you. I know you mentioned that there's been a lot of events that Blackstone has held uh, throughout the year, and that mentorship has been offered. So, my next question is: what What were your favorite challenges or events this year? So, I'll say, um, you know, Startup Weekend. I think I mentioned it a little bit ago, but Startup Weekend um, was an intense 54-hour experience um, for all of us, um, and it really helped us just find those like um, transitional moments, the opportunity to connect and like really think on how we could better support our students moving forward and how to how to collaborate and what are were some additional opportunities um, to partner on. So Startup Weekend was just fun. And just to see Aaron and Carolyn in action and to see that competition um, between the students just told me that we were doing the right thing. That's great. I had a blast at the FinTech challenge. So that's a financial technology. And so not only were students able to listen to some amazing speakers in the industry, but I also learned a great deal about the industry. So as I was compiling um, industry reports and listening to the speakers myself and participating as a mentor, um, I, I myself grew as a professional in that way. And the fact that the industry is so new and ever changing, made the challenge that, sh that much more interesting. And I think some of the student pitches were like the best to date, in my humble opinion on that, like in terms of the creativity and the drive they had in that um, challenge. And that might've been the one where we started doing the like five, three to five minute pitch. Um, so the libraries, because students pitch their ideas at the end of challenges, we decided to pitch our services to students. So we came on for like three to five minutes and we had a quick slide deck to just grab students' attention. And um, because we're one of many speakers in these challenges and we wanna be able to kind of meet students on um, a space and a level where they're familiar with and they know pitching. And so it was fun to kind of get up and try to kind of sell ourselves to them in that way. Yeah, I totally agree, Carolyn. That was really fun. Um, I. I I really enjoyed that challenge too, but I think my favorite one to date so far was the Inclusive Autonomous Vehicle Design Challenge um, held last summer, summer 2020. Um, it was just a really unique experience. It was one that was um, done in partnership with Blackstone and also the School of Engineering and Applied Sciences. Um, it was four weeks, which I felt like was a little bit different um, in terms of like, it wasn't just a weekend event. Um, but from my perspective, I've always been really interested in the autonomous vehicle research that the School of Engineering is, is doing. Um, and I love the idea of making them more inclusive and accessible. And, and like you said, Carolyn, how creative the students got with what they, being presented with that challenge and how they really took it on and invested themselves and, and came up with these really fantastic ideas. So that was really my favorite one. 
Well, speaking of creativity, this last year was challenging for all of us with COVID. Um, and the move to virtual events really impacted the typical in-person experience that people get. So how did the libraries in Blackstone deal with this, um, deal with the COVID problem and how did they um, learn to innovate around it? Yeah, so I think um, like everyone else, we embraced Zoom and learned all that we possibly could do um, with Zoom. Um, but also, um, so we moved all of our events to a virtual platform. And really, I think it was it was a fun experience, stressful at times, certainly. Um, but what occurred was we were able to engage um, not only our students, but it, we've referenced the inclusive autonomous vehicle design challenge. That was really our first like foray into um, a virtual program. We engaged over 110 students in a summer program. Um, we collaborated with faculty from School of Engineering and Applied Sciences from the IDEA Center that's part of the School of Architecture and Planning. And we leveraged all of our contacts to engage industry partners and mentors, both alumni and friends of the university able to come in um, to the experience and provide additional perspective to our students um, because it was a virtual experience. Um, and we could bring people from all over the country and all over the world. Um, so I think that that's been like the beauty. Um, we also were able to leverage um, tools, communication tools like Slack and Discord, um, meeting our students where they are at times with Discord and challenging our own um, tech ex uh, knowledge and experience. Um, but leveraging these tools really allowed us to create a community outside of the traditional experience um, and see the interaction among the students. But we also both Aaron and Carolyn and others um, that collaborated were part of that community. So they weren't just pushing into a virtual workshop session, but they were there as a resource that students could access at any point during the competition. Yeah, and actually I, I loved um, being on, on Discord too because I had used it kind of in my personal life, but never on the professional like end of everything. So that was a really fun experience. Um, but by the time I actually came into my first challenge with Blackstone, the pandemic was upon us. So I actually have not been to an official in-person event. And while the virtual challenges worked extremely well, in my opinion, the I think that as we transition back, I'm excited to get a feel for the, the dynamic and the vibe of the in-person events as well. So looking forward to that one. Yeah, I totally agree, Carolyn. I'm looking forward to it too. Besides the IEEE entrepreneurship panel, um, I haven't been involved in an actual innovation sprint or other startup weekend in person either. So I think it'll be interesting to see from our side how we can transition back to doing things in person. But it's been, I thought it's, it's gone, as others have said, it's gone really well because it's been great to bring in people from wherever they are, happen to be physically sitting. Um, it's really helped us, I think, challenge you and I, Carolyn, to think about how we can um, make it exciting on a computer screen and, and convey something like library research and library resources and make it exciting, but in a computer screen um, and connect and, 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 and make it be meaningful. But yes, I'm absolutely excited to, to see how one goes in person then too, as we move forward. Well, speaking of looking forward and moving back to in person, um, how is the libraries uh, and the collaboration with Blackstone gonna look like moving forward? 
That's a great question. I think we're all trying to kind of think and reimagine how we all emerge um, and how we come back and support our students. I think, you know, as as we were preparing for this conversation, um, I was thinking back as to what we have been able to accomplish together. And um, we've been able to support a program called Inclusive Launch Foundry, which is a micro-credential that um, Launchpad offers. And the libraries have become more and more of a partner in delivering that program to our students. And uh, both Carolyn and Erin have not only created um, specific workshops and experiences for students to kind of demonstrate their proficiency um, in gaining some of the skills, but have shared with our students um, specifically um, their time um, in, in developing uh, their ideas and response. I mean, we've talked about workshops that they, we've collaborated on, design challenges, innovation sprints. I think we're just going to go uh, deeper in in our relationship and our, our collaboration um, with different challenges. And as uh, we continue to kind of cultivate this uh, experience, I know that we're going to find many more spaces for us to to partner on. I agree. I um, I'm always excited when I see a new like emerging industry or trend that I can share with our group. And I think that's one thing where we've seen kind of this collaboration move from reactive to proactive and like how we're a little bit more involved in the planning stages and contributing resources prior um, to just like the week of the challenge. And um, for example, I just read some interesting reports on uh, two industries that I'm watching, which include the cannabis industry and the food tech industry. Um, and food tech ranges from you know, reducing food waste in grocery stores to creating new dairy substitutes. So that's something that, you know, we could, we could take on, um, on a larger scale. Um, and so I've been really interested in kind of um, supporting Blackstone through those ways as well. Um, and I think we're excited to be a part of any challenge that Blackstone has. So we're always uh, excited to jump on and um, kind of, tackle all of these challenges together as a UB community. Absolutely. Well said, Carolyn. That, that's wonderful. Um, you know, I think um, I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone back on campus and in person next semester and what that brings back to the world, because I've sorely missed it. Well, I really want to thank you all for your time today, Hadar, Carolyn, and Aaron. It was really wonderful hearing from you about Blackstone and the libraries and especially about how the partnership has blossomed and grown over the last couple of years. So I'd really like to thank you for the time and um, I hope everyone enjoyed the interview. Thanks so much, Ron. Yeah, of course. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Libraries Out Loud and stay tuned for our next look at the UB Libraries on campus.